Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Monday, December 28th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Another day closer. Another day closer to the NHL season, which we have the day for. As you know, January 13th, just 16 days from now, the Philadelphia Flyers and Pittsburgh Penguins will not only renew a rivalry, but they will also kick off the 2021 NHL season and in style back-to-back games against the Pens. If you missed our schedule breakdown last week, you can check that out. That's a special Christmas Eve edition of Flyers Daily. Also, Chuck Fletcher was kind enough to join us on that episode. It's been a while. It's been 113 days since we've seen a Flyers game. That was the last game they played way back on September 5th. That was Game 7 against the New York Islanders in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But now we're counting down the days to training camp. We're counting down the days, frankly, to the end of 2020, which is now just three days away until we can turn the calendar to a new year and a lot of optimism. And then training camp, which will uh, begin on January 3rd with physicals and medicals on that day on the ice on January 4th. And just nine days later, they'll be dropping the puck on the 56-game regular season. Can't wait for it to come. I know all of you listening to this podcast are in the same position I am and ready for some hockey. The World Junior Hockey Championships are still underway. If you missed our interviews last week with Bobby Brink and the Friday before with Cam York, you can check those out as well. But in this episode, I had a chance to catch up with Flyers defenseman. It was technically his rookie year last year. He's now played 71 NHL games. He had an overtime Stanley Cup playoff game winner, and he's got a new contract. He was undrafted, and Phil Myers is our guest on this episode of Flyers Daily. He signed a new three-year contract. He is ready to get going. He was a restricted free agent. The NHL is ready to get going, and Phil Myers joins us right now. Phil, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Um, first of all, let's start with the contract. Uh, it's got to feel good to get that out of the way, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was sort of waiting for it to happen there for, for a while, and uh, you know, it's nice to get it done, and I'm happy to be back in Philly. The, the one thing with it, 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 a lot of times, not that it was ever acrimonious between you and the organization, but uh, you need kind of a hard deadline and not knowing when you guys were starting. Did that come into kind of into the negotiation? Because all of a sudden it happens last week and now all of a sudden we have a date. Um, You know, like I said, I think it was just like I just wanted to get it done and I wanted to get over here and, you know, work out with the guys. So it was uh, um, it's good to get it done. And then I had to wait for my visa to, to come in there so I could come over because I can't cross the border without my visa. Right. So, um, yeah, like it, I'm just happy to be back here. And well, I want to get to that in a second. Let me ask you real quick. Um, as an undrafted player, the, uh, I've termed kind of, uh, your development as a meteoric rise because every year there's been these big, in- big incremental steps in your development, um, to come to fruition, to get, you know, a, a deal, uh, you know, out of your ELC in the NHL, that's gotta be one of those, notches that you kind of looked at and said okay this is this is where I wanted to be and I'm going in the right direction in a big way um you don't think of it that way I know you but yeah I just uh (laughs) I don't think of it that way at all I actually just you know take it day by day and uh try to work as hard as I can whenever I'm on the ice with the with the boys there so it's uh um I'm really happy to be back for the next three years like I is (laughs) I can't even describe to you like how I was feeling when I when I got it done. And it's just, uh, um, you know, it's a great feeling knowing that I'm going to be here for the next three years, at least in a great sense of accomplishment as well. How much were you able to skate prior to coming back across the border, coming back to the States? Did you have availability where you were and and how did that work out for you? 
there's not many cases in uh, New Brunswick where I'm from. And uh, I was actually skating with the local university team a couple times a week there. So um, I, I didn't really have trouble to find some nice time, thankfully, uh, uh, during the pandemic. So it's uh, it's been good. When did you get back on the ice? Did you wait a month or six weeks or so after you guys uh, wrapped up in early September? Yeah, I think I started skating mid-October or third okay. week third week of October and uh, been skating three three times a week for a couple of weeks and then I started skating four times a week and just been like that since. Is that kind of a normal off season for you? Because as it turned out for you guys ending in early September to when you're going to start in January, that's basically the same length as a normal off season, but with all these different variables. Yeah. Um, it was sort of the same off season that I usually have for myself, except that I was just working out alone because I wasn't, a, wasn't allowed to be with anybody in the gym. Um, I, so yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> it was a little bit different in the gym, but on the ice, it was the same because I was skating with the, the guys at the university team up there. And um, it, it's been, a, it was a good summer for me. So you had a great year last year and what was termed as your rookie year. Um, and then you get into the playoffs as well. And, uh, you see what it takes to win in the playoffs. What did you learn in that first pseudo full year for yourself? Um, just, you know, not to panic and um, to keep it simple. They're really just, if you try to complicate, make the, the fancy plays and stuff, it's, if you make a mistake, they're, they're, they're going to capitalize on it. So it's, I think it's better in most cases to keep it simple and uh, just, you know, play the way that you can and, you know, nothing too risky out there. Just, uh, try to have fun at the same time and um, everything's going to be all right. Do you, um, do you have to remind yourself? It's about the details. We always talk about that, but is it, is it also to remind yourself like, okay, I'm in the NHL. I have more time than I think sometimes though. I can, I do have the time sometimes to look up and really kind of assess the situation because when you first get there, everybody says that the time and space has gone like that. But when you're actually in it, do you, do you feel like you have to remind yourself of those kind of things? Yeah. Just, <laughs> try to make plays out there really like you're playing with good players they're going to be open and um you know give them the puck whenever they're open and then just jump up in the play really and um it's 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 really as simple as that and um I had a shooting mentality in the playoffs I'm going to try to bring a lot more of that this year mm-hmm. um you know putting pucks on net keeping it simple and you know good things are going to happen from that and um you know that's going to be my mentality going up this year you had some, you had some, uh, some big goals in the playoffs as well. <laughs> Get an OT winner in the playoffs ain't too shabby. What'd that feel like for you? <laughs> that was uh, that's sick, right? <laughs> probably one of the, probably the best moment personally this year for me, and um, it was just I had so much adrenaline going through my body. I didn't even know what to think at the time, and um, but in the end, I I was just happy to to, to get the win and tie the series up at one. I thought you almost threw your shoulder out with the, the fist pump celly that you did. It was it was a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, this team going forward. You lost Matt Niskanen. Um, he was I, I kind of looked at him in a way, and look, I'm not in the room with you guys, but like, almost like a coach on the ice and off the ice in a lot of ways. The loss of Matt Niskanen now for you guys, taking what he was able to show you in year one and to kind of apply it forward. But what does it mean to lose Matt Niskanen for the group? Yeah, he was such a big part of our decor and he just brought so so much experience and he's so calm back there. And, he, you know, whenever you make a mistake, he was the first guy to, you know, pat you on the back and say, hey, you know, stuff's going to happen. I just bounce back from it and, you know, don't worry about it, really. <laughs> Lots of stuff's happened to me throughout my career. And 
um, you know, that's just what he's all about. He's there for you and when, when you need him. And, um, you know, that's just speaking about his leadership, his play on the ice this year or last year was unbelievable. He, he contributed in all the areas, power play, PK. He was on the, our first deep pairing. So he was, uh, you know, obviously a huge part of our team. It's a huge loss for us, but at the same time, uh, there's some opportunity there to, to, you know, take a bigger role and, you know, take a step in the right direction. So it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it sucks to, to see him go, uh, but, uh, you know, he's had a great career overall and I'm happy for him. You just used the word opportunity. It does create opportunity. And uh, we know that this coaching staff likes to have a right shot, right, left shot on the point. And uh, you're one of those rare unicorns, a big guy with a big right shot that can skate and cover the 200 by 85. Uh, have you talked to your coaches? Is that an opportunity that you'll get to play along with Ivan Provorov and be on that top pair? You had great chemistry with Travis Sanheim. And you hate to see that go away and, and that pairing, but um, th- that seems pretty logical to me. Um, we, I've talked to Yosi there a little bit. We haven't talked about deep pairings or anything like that. And, uh, you know, to be honest, it doesn't really matter who I play with, but, uh, you know, we're eight good defensemen on the team r- right now. And, uh, you know, uh, whoever we play with, we, we can all make plays. So, you know, I'm not going to be the one to complain about who I play with or, or anything like that. You know, I'll be happy to play with whoever. And, um, you know, but if I do get the opportunity to play with Provi, he's one of the best in the league. So <laughs> it'd be an honor. And, uh, uh, you know, that's just the way I look at it. Phil, when you look at this team, the young core, you're part of it. Travis Sanheim's part of it. Provorov's part of it. A lot of defensemen on, on you know, coming up and not only already here, but on the way as well. And then you look at the forwards and you have young guys like Nolan Patrick and Oscar Lindblom, Travis Konechny. Um, the young core of this team's really kind of coming into their own, aren't they? Yeah, um, we got a lot of good young players and, you know, with every year we're getting a little bit more experience there and, uh, you know, it's fun to, to, you know, sort of be in the trenches with them every day and, you know, to, to, to go through all of that with them. And, um, yeah, it's, it's fun to be a part of that. Well, you guys were in the bubble and you've now been in the league. You played last year was a rookie year, but you've played more beyond that. And you've played a lot of these teams that you're going to see this year in this division, this newly revamped East division. They could have come up with a better name, by the way. Um, but that being said, you're going to play those teams and those teams only in this 56-game schedule. Uh, and we're talking about teams like the Islanders, who you saw in that best of seven in the second round of the playoffs. You have teams like the Rangers, the Devils, Pittsburgh, Boston. Um, and it, there's a lot of hatred and a lot of calluses that can be built up over seeing a team that often. Are you looking forward to that aspect of it? Or do you like yeah, variety? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're, we're going to get to know each other a little bit better there. and uh, <laughs> um, Get on each other's nerves by virtue. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, everybody's in the same position. Um, you know, all the other divisions are going to be playing the same teams as well. So, um, you know, it's just uh, we're going to have to take it day by day, game by game, and, you know, just – keep it simple and if we work hard and you know stick together i think we're gonna have a lot of success this year the confidence you guys in the growth last year of not only you but the team that huge step forward i mean you guys had more points last year 89 in 13 less games than you did the year prior um and taking that step forward it's about incremental steps forward that you guys got to be feel like as a group a confident group going into this year even though there's some tough teams in this division yeah, uh, we're aware that we're we're in a little bit of a tougher division, but uh, you know we're just we're just gonna focus on ourselves. We can't start thinking about everybody else. Um, 
you know, if we prepare like we did last year, you know, we're going to have a lot of success this year because everybody's coming back with, you know, that extra year under their belt. And, uh, and we have a lot of, a lot of skill, you know, on our team, a lot of good D men, just we're, we're deep everywhere pretty much. And we have faith in both of our goalies. So, uh, um, you know, if we stick together and, you know, play the way that we can, I have no, no doubt in my mind that we'll be the best team in, in, in the league. Um, Phil, were you following along kind of like through this whole process or were you just kind of getting like the text messages or emails from the PA or, or were you, some people kind of just go, tell me information that I need to know at the time, because all this back and forth can drive a player crazy, especially when you're trying to prepare. You don't even know what date you're preparing for. How, how engaged in every element of the swings of this return to play were you involved in? Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to, you know, be as involved as I could there because, uh, you know, I just wanted to know when everything was going to start up again. So, uh, um, you know, I was jumping in on the meetings whenever, you know, JVR is the initial PA rep for us. So um, whenever he'd say in the group that there was a meeting, I'd jump on there and just listen to what they had to say. And um, we sort of had a meeting every couple of weeks. So uh, we'd get an update then. Yeah. Well, uh, when you heard the news, and you heard it before we did because you guys basically ratified it, you know, in your call on Friday or agreed to it pending what it looked like on paper. And you knew that they were going to ratify it, the owners in the league. And you're going to start this season coming up in less than two weeks. You'll be in camp and, you know, the season will start in about three weeks time. Uh, what's that like, that feeling of excitement to get going again? Because like as athletes and just even as people, we'd like to have structure in our life. And without having the game, and you're so used to it at this time of year, the muscle memory of playing hockey when there's snow or it's cold out. Now all of a sudden you're not playing, but now knowing it's coming, what is that like? Yeah, it's it's nice to to have a date, you know, to look forward to, and you know, just so we can you know ramp it up a little bit uh, these next couple of weeks, to, so we can be ready by then. Any special purchases uh, with the new contract? Did you buy yourself uh, an no, iPhone, uh, an iPhone 11 or something? <laughs> Um, AirPods. No impulsive no <laughs> purchases yet. Um, Checks you know, haven't I, come in yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get a new car in February. My lease is up, so uh, that'll probably be my first big purchase. Oh, well, that's, that, that'll be a good one for sure. You earned it. Yeah, that's the best part, Phil. Hey, uh, congratulations on the contract. Uh, I know everybody's looking forward to not only you returning and, and your career, but also the team coming up in a couple weeks and. These people are going to get hockey back in this really bizarre, insane 2020 year. And watching you guys was it was a great thing in the return to play in the summer. And we're looking forward to the 56-game season and beyond, man. Hopefully this thing goes all the way to July, right? Exactly. <laughs> we're all wearing shorts to the rink, and watching you guys play hockey would be would be awesome. So thanks for doing this, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me. Special thanks to Phil Myers for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily as players heading back to Philadelphia. A lot of them already here, others en route. I saw on Twitter last week that uh, Claude Giroux and his family, wife and young son Gavin, were on their way back to Philadelphia as well. And uh, players getting back into town, especially now with the Christmas holiday, in the rearview mirror, all in preparation for training camp coming up in just about a week's time. So we can't wait for that. Matter of fact, one week from today, they'll be on the ice to prepare for the 21 season, starting off with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. Leave us a rating and review if you can. And uh, we appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday's episode of Flyers Daily. Why try?